3: Owner. I don't know shit
4: about it. fuck. Fucker. I like sucking, but I ain't gay, it. Legit bad podcast. Tully uh, uh, uh. like <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. Hot, hot and flopping.
3: All right. Hello. Hey. Hello there. <laughs> Hi. What are you laughing about over there? Me schlobbing the guitar's knob. Oh, yes.
1: Try not to spit awkward. out my coffee, but yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I cut out the part before that where he was uh, talking very gaily. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was very, very gay. What are you saying? Or outside of the normal. A part of the whole scenario. It's fine. Just it is for some it context. Is. Uh, and for audio listeners, we're talking about our dumb intro video that I made. It's very dumb. And it shows Ben at his, at his best.
0: Yay, home videos.
3: Uh, welcome to Legit Bat. I'm Joe. Jen's here. Ben Hello. and Linnea are here. And we have the guys from True Theater Radio, the uh, episode we released uh, a couple weeks ago, the audio drama and all that. And they do, I think there's still only two episodes out, but they're going to have another one coming on soon with Depor- Deplorable Janet and... uh Word is will be some of the voices on there, too. So, I mean, it'll be.
1: Oh, yeah. We have to record that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Again.
1: You just reminded us.
3: Uh, damn, damn. Oh, I got new sound drops. Oh, yeah. And that is for Chance in the Telegram. Uh, he's constantly posting that. And if nobody's actually watched that video, like if you haven't, seriously, go to YouTube and look up yes. Show Me Bobs. Uh, from the yes. comments, oh. it is India's national anthem. So, go check that out. <laughs> it's not. Uh, Indian dudes have the most monumental fucking confidence in the world. Fucking, wow. All right. We'll just bring these guys in. What's up, Joshua and Jonah. Good to have you here again. Well, I guess. How's it going?
2: What's up? Hey, how you doing?
3: Good. So what do you guys should... uh, want to talk about today? What are we going to get into? What,
4: what are we going to get into? It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just been on my land all day doing a bunch of odd job stuff. So I haven't really been too much in my own head as much as moving lumber around. So, uh, man work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, avoided man work most of my life and I'm playing
3: catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, yeah. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. I, I saw you guys were uh, in process of getting that Janet episode out. Is it close or what? Well, I'm just waiting for you guys' parts to come in, you know. Oh, man.
4: Okay. I can't do anything without everybody's parts actually being done. You know, I'm just sitting here, uh, sitting on my hands. Are, are you the
1: only ones missing?
4: No, I'm, I'm giving you a shit. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> I was going <gonna laughs> to say. I'm waiting for
1: everyone on it and it's like a million people. people.
3: In yeah, our defense, waiting. meaning mine only. I did not know that we were doing any parts until about nine thirty last night. Oh, right. Well, all
4: we right. also
1: just found out the day before that, yeah, and well, Janet just, just asked. She us. just
4: told us. Oh, so, yeah. That's what I. Figured. Well, the, I just the main, to yeah. the main, the main thing reason why it's not that big of a deal is only because every every single part, with the exception of Janet's, is a line. It's barely anything. Yeah. Uh, maybe two. So there's like sure. a lot of parts, but they're really short. So it's like just say one sentence and then bounce and that's pretty well, much that's it be fun <laughs> yeah so it's a lot of it's a lot of little quick cut editings and stuff like that um i won't give too much away about it other than it's going to be focused around uh her life in the medical industry and that's yeah. about as far i'm gonna i'll say it but once we get it on there i think it's gonna be pretty pretty good
0: nice.
3: so, yeah rip them up <laughs> the
1: the is that yeah. typical is Does it take typically about two weeks to do the show or to get it everything prepared, edited and out into the world?
4: Well, I'll say if we had something, if we had something written and everybody uh, essentially did their lines, um, it could take significantly less than that. But a lot of times it's not even because it uh, mostly it's just life gets in the way of us being able to actually work on it. And uh a lot of, you know, writing it is, I would say 90% of what takes the most time because it's just like, I don't have any, I, you know, you get writers, writers block <laughs> with anybody. So you, you don't have an idea for something. Nobody's sending you, I guess so you're like, well, what am I going to do? So I've actually, been trying to think of off. something to, what's that?
3: I said, that's why I'm glad you wrote ours. Cause I would have no fucking idea what I'm doing with that. <laughs> I was going to well, say, weird. I experienced the same thing with talkers block. Wait, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have people reach out to you guys after our show came out?
2: Yeah, we, we did. We had we had a few people um, email us, and it's kind of like okay. um, because I'm so not uh, forgive the echo. I'm in a echoey room. It's all yeah, I can say funny. about that. Hello, yeah, but the uh, hello. yeah, but uh, the the. A lot of people have been emailing us. I'm like, "I don't know who you are. I don't know I don't know what we're doing yet because we're still working on these shows right now, and so I'm trying to get into the future and like think about what we need to do before we can start lining up people, and really what we're trying to do is like like just get more people on board with what we're doing because it's a full time job for just writing and editing and finding even just sound effects all day oh, yeah.
3: you know yeah, so no, it turns yeah. into a, a full job sp- scheduling itself without w- all the stuff you guys do scheduling by itself is a fucking pain in the ass <laughs> trying to remember who you talk to and when you schedule them and yeah, i mean i have to literally put it down on a calendar and then have a uh, alarm set so i don't forget somebody which has happened before yeah. luckily we didn't
4: i mean it. i i got an email from somebody saying i can do a russian accent i'm like okay well i it instantly uh inspired me to create a spreadsheet because <laughs> i'm like i have no idea no, i'll never gonna, remember that and then i'll be like i need somebody with a russian accent who is that guy <laughs> i have no Look idea that guy. I,
3: I have perfect <laughs> russian accents. i can do it all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all
0: right i want to see a uh, terry lovelace episode wait what create one of his oh have no that would be good Have you guys read
3: his. Or uh, heard the Terry Lovelace story of Incident at Devil's Den, Return to Devil's Den, the books that he came out with? I cannot say that I, I, I haven't. No. He's on our show, too. Epic UFO story. Yeah. Epic UFO really? story. Lene just said that would be a fucking, like, fantastic, like, audio drama. Well, uh, And I agree.
4: We'll look into it. Yeah. I would love to get somebody so, on there with some crazy, crazy... Challenge. the 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 true life stories are, I mean, well, they, in a sense, they kind of write themselves... Because right, you're just yeah. doing their account and you're just kind of dramatizing it, which is great. And I mean, Janet is essentially getting full writing credit for even this one because she sent us all the information. All I pretty much did was put it in a put it in a script so people knew how to do things and add sound effects and things like that. So uh yeah, she, it made it a, made it a little easy for me. Yeah, she was
2: she was great. It's like the second I got off because she I wanted up talking to her on the phone for like two hours. She was just like chatting my ear off and then she just is like, okay, I'll send you something. Like an hour later, she sends me like a three page email, like single spaced <laughs> of her entire life. And I'm like, Jesus, woman. It's like, it's like <laughs> this cool. girl's motivated. We like this. <laughs> Let's keep going with this. We, we need to find more people like this. It gets people, keep going, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. With all the people that she reached out to to voice the show, I think you guys will have a ton of people that you can reach out to as well. Because a lot of them have shows too.
3: Yeah. Well, and and the cool thing about getting other podcasters in on this is they, for the most part, have their own equipment and know what they're doing with recording. So you don't have to worry about, you know, like an echoey ass uh, mic or something like that. (laughs) 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 Well, we're podcasters who don't know what we're
4: doing. (laughs) So (laughs) there you go. Like yeah, when, when we do the radio dramas,
2: they're on point, but live we <laughs> suck at this. <laughs> we suck yeah. at these suck at this live thing. Yeah. It's, oh, a, it's a
3: different animal. Yeah. And you so can't what kind do any of, of the tricks behind the scenes while you're live. So sorry, yeah.
4: I was just saying what uh what because we have pretty much mostly radio silence on our end because nobody knows who we are, but what has anybody thought about you guys' thing on you guys' side?
3: Uh the audio drama? Yeah. What Uh, what have people been saying about it? Yeah. Great feedback. Everybody loved it. They thought it was great. Uh, My cousin came over yesterday. Shout out Danny. He just bought us tickets to go see Sam Tripoli and Eddie Bravo, but he came Uh, over yesterday and he he listened to it and uh, he, he loved it too. And uh, in the telegram chat, people were saying it was awesome. So, Hopefully, uh, you guys will catch some more traction soon. But it, this thing takes a while. It takes a while to yeah get that's people the, that's on the, board. That's the unfortunate
4: thing. I see a lot of these podcasters. They're coming out. It's like, man, how does this guy put out three freaking episodes like every two days? I don't understand this. I can't. I couldn't even hope to find a guest, much less talk that much. I'm um, <laughs> like, the idea that we, the idea that we do what we do, it's going to have a little bit more of a space between everything, which for me is fantastic because. I don't mind talking, but I'm by nature not a huge talker. I I like being able to talk in scenarios like this hard and fast for, for a decent amount of time. But if I had to do Diggity. it every single day, I'd lose it. <laughs> I, I can't talk anymore. I need yeah, to go I, I 10 hours somewhere.
3: If, <laughs> if with my current job, there's no fucking way I could do it. But I was telling her yesterday, I'm like, dude, if we made like five grand per episode. Shit, if I made a thousand bucks per episode... I'd be Shit. doing one every day, maybe twice a day, because I could quit my job and I'd have time to just sit there and talk into a mic. But oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, money does yeah. talk. I mean, that, that's yeah, even if I don't. <laughs> so that's the thing when you get into the guys that it's like that's what their that's what their job is. Okay, yeah, I can see spending three four hours a day on a podcast for. I mean, n- most people don't. They usually don't do that many because that keeps the people coming. But it's like if you did three, three hour podcasts a week, because that was your job, that's only actually being on the air for nine hours a week. And everything else is all research and stuff like that, which you aren't getting paid for. It's like a commission only job. But what about the people that are doing three, four, five podcasts a week, and they have a regular person job because they aren't making the kind of money that the top tier podcasters are making? I'm like, that's a lot and way too much. Like, with how much I already work a regular dude job, I c- yeah. couldn't do five fucking podcasts a week. I'm, well, I would have yeah, zero time. time. I, even the ones we have scheduled, I'm like, uh, ah, it'd be cool if they canceled. Like, I don't really feel like it today. <laughs> but if I was, if I was not you like, guys insane. oh, yeah, no, no, like I was saying, though, because I, because I almost it. did.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just awesome. giving you shit. <laughs>
3: Oh well, you can leave That's anytime awesome. you want, yeah. <laughs>
4: I'll just put on the mute button. That's easy. Well, now that you guys are on separate just screens, it's my fine. Face Fuck off.
3: Yeah, I'll just, I'll just boot you. I have the option to just kick you out of here. Yeah, <laughs> or mute you. Check out I can mute you Wait. too. Watch boom.
4: <laughs> internet passive progressive internet passive yeah. is just great.
3: I don't know. I've had to, to, to actually do anything, anything so you, I just I got...
2: click
4: a button.
3: Yeah. I've had to mute guests i gotta ask
2: i gotta ask you the, that intro that y'all had that just came on with the show is that brand new
3: no i did it like i don't know six months ago and i just I okay yeah because I was, like, I was like
2: i was like i've listened to every one of your episodes and i'm like what is this mayhem going on on my screen right now because i never watch you you know this is the only time i see you is when i I'm, when I'm on the camera i'm like i'm watching this i'm like
3: what the fuck is going on that is, that is He'll fuck that up. Is, is, is that guy Jesus I was, Christ, don't dude. remember that video. That's how fucked up I was. It was also like seven years ago. Like it was I, the I first
2: time I watched it on the stream. First time. I was like, what <laughs> oh, is wow. happening?
1: Yeah, Joe humiliates yeah, me and Ben. And so Joe gets he's playing the pie in your face game and Joe gets a pie in his face, but you barely see him. It's like a millisecond. Then it's me playing the chubby fluffy bunny game with the marshmallows where you put a marshmallow in and try to say I'm a chubby fluffy bunny. Yeah, I know it is. At yeah. the very end when I had like 10 marshmallows in my mouth, I look like I'm <laughs> gagging on who knows what. And then Ben is fondling a guitar. So Ben and I are basically humiliated, and Joe isn't even present.
2: So, well, Lucky I couldn't you. find
3: any like <laughs> videos of me doing. Of course, shit. he made the video. Oh, right. Of
2: course, it he time did time. <laughs> He made the video. Well, yeah. I didn't
3: know what I was doing with video editing. That's why the the videos move around the screen is because I hit some button and it made it move. And I was like, yeah, hey, whatever, it works. Like, I don't care. No, yeah. it's cool. Like but it. I made it just be so I'd have something to go with the music for videos, and then uh, I just never touched it again. So it's just stuck in that current. Uh, iteration of it'll it.
1: be like that forever
3: probably yeah. unless he makes a better one for me i'm down make a better one shit yeah
2: well I mean, <laughs> the reason why i kind of the reason why i kind of bring it up is because i'm thinking like because kind of the whole theme of what our show is is that we realize that we as a community have a very hard time getting on the normies entertainment if you will you know yeah. we can't really have a hard time watching their bullshit it's like, it's, even if it's high quality, it's not entertaining. You could see how it's just, it, there's nothing, something very ungenuine about it. Like, I don't know yeah. if y'all heard this new thing with the, the AI art that just came out. These AI art things. No. It is as creepy shit. It is creepy. And it's like these really well done paintings made in 10 seconds from AI. And so I'm like, this is getting really weird. And that's why when I like see that video from your show, it's like, oh, that's really genuine. And it's hilarious because it totally goes with their vibe. But it's like (laughs) it's it's genuine. I'm like, okay, that's and so that's kind of what our show is trying to do. We're trying to make for our whole community, your listeners and everybody else that we're a part of is like we want something that's so genuine. That's something that's so that's that is what we know to be not in the normie world. Yeah, look at that shit, man. It's crazy. Yeah,
3: so for the audio yeah. listeners, I'm pulling up a bunch of AI art, and I, we've talked about this, I think at Talk at the Tavern with Ghost and Ryan, but we they got us on this one called Night Cafe, and it's free, but it's kind of weird. You have to have credits or some shit. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you There's have another five one credits called or- Another one called, oh, fuck, what is it? It's on Discord. It's it's weird, like a Discord app thing, and you input what you want on it. And what is that one yeah. called? I don't remember the Discord but one. I just know them, Nike but nothing? yeah, if it, people haven't looked into the AI art generators, it is creepy. Like if you type in like Bill Gates, Bill Gates taking it in the ass from Biden or something. I think they block some of that you stuff. To, like, if you, if you get of yeah, yeah, they have oh, some. That's, that's I'm sure not. they
4: have. Yeah, I'm sure they have all kinds of crazy stuff. They block on it, you know, to make it sound like they're being, you know. Wholesome in some way, you know. People
3: essentially AI kitty porn and shit. But yeah, well, this one but, dude was right. do uh, Nancy Pelosi's kitties, and he kept he kept trying to get around it. So he'd be like Nancy Pelosi big melons or like Nancy Pelosi. Big <laughs> <someone>. <laughs> they, they kept cut
4: like
3: they kept catching on to it and like blocking different words and shit. But he has I haven't looked it up, but apparently there's a whole fucking page of this dude's Nancy Pelosi boob AI art. So. I mean, that's out there. People, you can look it up. <laughs> you know that was
2: going to happen. They had to know that was going to happen the second they came. I was like, of course. Like, how? Ha- like, twenty dicks in a bag. Art. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you <laughs> you know say, happen.
3: they, should, they should not censor it because I want to see what AI thinks of fucking and like what it looks like. Because AI is like, uh, boners. I don't well, know.
0: What's, well, that's the
4: that's the sort of crazy
3: thing about the. um, Cause
4: I was I was actually listening. I got to give credit to essentially uh, Matt from Quantum of Conscience. I don't know if y'all have ever listened to him, but his his videos are pretty much just him sitting in front of a camera talking about his opinions of the world. And but the his his content is uh, it, it's an, it's nuts. He comes up with some wild stuff. But he is actually the one who inter- introduced me to even the concept of AI art. And he's showing some some examples of and i'm like this stuff it it gives you the feeling like you're in a bad dream and you can't put your finger on it it's like you're you know it's almost like when you're looking at it you're you know somebody didn't draw this it's a weird feeling it's uneasy and i was like i gotta see this for myself so i downloaded one on my on my phone and i started just typing in stuff and it doesn't matter how simplistic it is you could put down man in a suit and it puts in all kinds of shit. You never asked for just all oh, yeah. kind of random stuff. I'm like, what is the deal with this AI? I don't know what it's thinking, but it's thinking I need to see something I didn't ask for. And so I actually tried to run an extra little bit of a test because I started noticing that while it would give you a little bit of a concept of, to some extent of what you put in there, it couldn't figure out faces, for some reason there was always something off yeah. about it. i one eye was too big or the mouth was crooked it couldn't do faces hands or feet yeah and so i just decided let's just see close up of hands and if i did close up i, sh- I uh, if i could pull it up it was like it was like a set of hands and they were like growing into each other and like weird shit and then uh-huh. i did one, like close up of feet and the feet were all kinds of jagged and, and the heel had the bottom of like a uh, a woman's high heel, but they were bare feet. And then an, um, I just close up a face and it was this guy's face. It was all marled, but his eyes were like glowing orbs. It's just like, what the it's, fuck is going on with this thing, man? It's
3: that uh, the uncanny valley type of thing where it you know that a person didn't make that it's just it is creepy i want to see if they they come out with robots good enough that can actually physically paint i don't know if they've done that yet or not but like a robot that can actually paint or draw that would be interesting right. too to see what yeah just makes. to see it just to see it. well it actually that wouldn't actually be all that hard i would think because all they would have to do is the robot itself with basically two appendages all it would need is a camera that can look at a canvas, know exactly what size the canvas is, and then compute where all the lines go, trace it all out, just like any other computer program. I don't think that that would be all that hard for them to make. Right. Yeah.
4: It might be. I could see them doing it maybe with like colored pencils or something. I guess paintbrushes might be a little too, maybe, I don't know. Who knows what kind of technology they have? I don't know about. But paintbrushes kind of require almost a human hand because there's all kinds of like
3: yeah, it requires an intuition. Pressure like and,
4: and knows how thing. much paint is actually on the brush when you're stro- stroking and right. things like that. I could see it using colored yeah. pencils or markers or something along those lines, but uh, I, I'd have a hard time is- seeing it do paint.
1: This is so interesting. So I just pulled up Night Cafe, and I have a ton of credits because I haven't been on in a while. So I did close-up of hands just to see what it came up with for me, and it's not even hands. It looks like a lobster claw and then yeah. some rocks in the background.
3: I'll pull those up in a minute. I'm I'm doing one live on the air. So people give me some, uh, give me some keywords. What should I, what should we draw? What should make AI draw? Go ahead. Try, try this one, because I only
4: did it once and I wanted to see if it would cause some kind of like uh, uh, does not compute element <laughs> to it. So I actually typed in, um, I typed in uh, AI art generator. In the uh, record, just to see <laughs> what it would
3: be random. Let's see. Yeah, Bill, Bill Gates with needle uh, bending Fauci, Fauci over. There we go. Oh that. my god! <laughs> Putting his needle in in his butt. Let me see. Right. We'll do photo quality. Let's see. One image is one credit. Okay.
1: That's funny because I did one when I first got Night Cafe called AI creating art, and it just was a bunch of lines. That's all it made was squares nice. out of like columns. It was very odd. Oh, so it
3: does wow. takes like a thirty seconds or something, which is, it's just weird that it comes that up was with was like so this, weird too. Yeah, like, this so green picture, and then it fills in more detail, and then it gets clearer. It's just creepy. But <laughs> oh, what the hell is this thing coming up with? That's exactly what I was
4: imagining. Bill Gates being trying to stick a needle in Fauci's ass.
3: Oh, what in the fuck is this tent? Oh, I could. You're gonna do some camping? Tentacle hentai. Oh, what the fuck? So OBDM, (laughs) they uh, at the beginning of their show, they have a lot of AI generated art of like uh, Alex Jones as George Costanza, and that is a fucking weird picture because it looks like both of them and neither of them
4: weird all this right so let's wild. see what the same thing thing.
3: so that does not look like bill gates fauci or eh, kind, of needly. <laughs> be kind of needly in here maybe that's so what that's... they look like before they
4: put their human suits on <laughs>
2: yeah. <No! They're>
3: just... <laughs> <laughs> before
4: they meet suited up <laughs> yeah before they meet suited up that's what it looks like it knows the truth it's ai it, it,
3: it almost looked like one of those um you know, they'll make a glass tumbler where the outside is smooth, but the inside is actually blown glass design. you, yeah, you seen yeah, those? Yeah, like, yeah. It looks yeah, like yeah, rivets. That's what that top part was. It looked like some kind of mosquito trying to fuck one of those tumblers. That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> no, a little bit. Yeah, every trivial. time they'll type into those things,
2: you know, you're just feeding the AI, AI new information. Absolutely. Oh, sure. So the
3: AI that's, is like, damn, a lot of people your want future? Your
2: children's future is... is being fed everything you typed in there for them to freaking read
3: later on yeah uh, everything well, you right. input into the internet is data gathering but i don't what right. did you type in for this one this is i typed
1: nice. in so what i typed in for this one was joe hodgton
3: oh shit that
4: looks exactly <laughs> <accurate>. hey it <laughs> looks like you as the magical wizard guy yeah
3: see, i mean I I he was, in
1: head and walked in
3: yeah, this is what Jonah was talking about, though the Uncanny Valley thing. Yeah. Like, there's an ear here yeah. and there's an eye, but the other eye is like down here, and the nose is all wonky. Uh, and there's an Joe, it's future Joe, Picasso. look. So look, go back to that, please. Oh well, fuck. I took it down. Hang on. Yeah, I was. uh I gotta push more buttons. Hang on. Share screen. Okay. There you go. Buttons. Boom. Okay, so, so go up to where that eye is at. Okay, now go down to the right, and right there, right where your cursor was at. That's another nose and a mouth down to the left. So you see another small face, another small face in to the right of where the main face and head is at. AI is very abstract and artistic.
1: And to be fair, I think I selected an abstract filter. So there there are a million different selections you can choose. So, I think I did dreamy or cosmic or something. Oh, here's
3: mine. This I is, look really pretty, Jen. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I look hot. <laughs> uh, That's Jen Hodgson. Oh, what? <laughs> hey, look, she got, it kind of got I, the I, hair, I, like it's got like long blonde hair and shit, like, but the rest <laughs> is weird. Like you have weird I titties. have like
1: four eyes. Yeah, I'm kind of sideways, you look like but also. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Man. Must I must have scoured it. the internet for that.
1: I said- Joe one too. I did one called podcast drama because I think we were experiencing podcast drama at the time. So I typed it in and it just looks like this wizard in the woods. with this black figure. <laughs> <Really> <laughs> weird. Yeah,
3: we, we were doing some of that when we were on the tavern too, like uh, apocalypse and like all this. Di- like what does AI I think the apocalypse looks like? And a lot of times it was like a mushroom cloud and like a red sky. It's just crazy. Well, while yeah, we're I mean, on the air, we should do... Legit Bat Podcast and True Theater Radio, just to see what it fucking does. Let's uh, do it. We get back there. Night cafe. And then that can be the poster in like one of those collage photos for the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are they talking about?
0: Can I, can can we, can we do, do
3: true creepy yeah. the creepy photo? The the... The... Sorry, I'm
2: yes.
3: over talking. So oh no, it's fine. We've got a delay. Let Let
2: the photo that, that, that came up with me, Joshua James Earl. Craziest
3: thing ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> Let's see, we'll do legit bat giving it to true theater radio. <laughs> it's just interesting to see what it comes up with because it's giving so it fucking to? weird. Did you
1: mean to write that?
3: Yeah, giving it to him. You just wrote oh, giving. giving, giving it to there. Type, type, type. All right, all right. So, what, what kind of style though? Black and white, modern comic. Let's do comic. Let's see what that looks like. Uh, I'm gonna run out of credits. Watch. Uh-oh. Uh, nope, so got credits. All right. Yes. All right, well, while we're waiting, uh, yeah, so it's just a fun thing people can do, and I'm sure it's, uh, like Lee says in the chat, it's all an experiment. Yes, it's probably just data harvesting everyone, and, you know, whatever. What are you going to do, though? is everything we now,
1: though? Every single thing is data harvesting, so well,
3: who cares? Do you want to, are you
4: in the mood to go down a little bit of a white rabbit gravy hole? <laughs> do it. <laughs> always. and and. This is, uh, and if you want to, I, I guarantee I'm not going to uh, express this as well as Matt from Quantum of Conscience puts it. Um, but he has a unprovable yet very wild and believable theory on how this stuff actually works. And he's ta- he said he's talked to people who've worked in uh, very high process computing and things like that. And he says, Are you, do you think it's possible that you could code something to create anything along these lines, even with all the data you have, and create it within seconds of just somebody putting in some text? And they were like, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it seems very far more difficult than for all these sites to just come out of nowhere and be offering it for free, if not very, very cheap. And you would think that if this was something that was as powerful as it actually is, big tech would be all over it and they'd be putting essentially their very strong thumb on exactly how these things are being used. He speculates that this has a little bit more of an element of the ghost in the machine. And that if you were to find the black box, that is the AI that's creating this art you would if you were actually walked in and found this box and opened it, you would essentially find what be the tech equivalent of a hamster running on a wheel, and him saying that there is no machine doing this, and that this is essentially black magic <laughs> running. I uh, mean, he, he essentially is almost saying like this is a spiritual thing running through the machine, and. Uh, whether you call it angelic, demonic, whatever, is essentially creating these things. I don't, like I said, don't know if it's true, but it sure makes a lot of freaking sense considering every single time one of these pops up, I never get a warm and fuzzy feeling from any of them. They're yeah, right. Weird. That's what i, was, that's what
2: I was gonna say. They're all so weird. They make you unsettled just looking at them. You're like, this is un- this yeah. is not. Okay.
1: You're yeah. unfamiliar, though. The images don't make sense. They put things in places where they just don't belong to us as humans. I
3: love that it doesn't the, make any the, sense. The uh, examples they have look nothing like what AI <laughs> yeah. actually created. Oh, yeah. Like somebody create drew that
4: and put it in their examples.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's never going to be. Somebody was like, oh, art is dead because uh, input image. What? Well, hold on. Uh, like I don't image. think so. Because that first one, do the stable, stable diffusion, our most advanced text to image algorithm. Stable. Okay, now somebody give me some good words. What are we doing? Um Nothing. Hold on a second. Oh. running the hamster wheel. Uh, no, type in mainstream of Medea. Uh <laughs> so the one I the audio listeners don't do the shit, but Just I don't I, I type I in, in, in the eye the of a room uh, <laughs> It will come up with brown <laughs> animals. Mainstream of Medea. Holy Let's shit, see. it does look like a chili ring. What the fuck? Isn't it so weird? <laughs> The butthole. Uh, okay, so it's making this one. Yeah. Uh, oh, what the fuck? What? Oh, weird. What? And that popped out immediately. Oh. That's the mainstream of Medea. It's probably because Medea was a... uh an a actual goddess. goddess. A Greek, yeah, yeah a goddess or something. Oh, piss. But that's not Enticing. the mainstream. It's not like a poo stream.
4: You notice mm. how when it's like referencing the media, they actually make it look symmetrical and pretty yeah oh put in hmm, something that you're trying world. to actually put in there that's good it'll be like pff, some kind of demon face or something weird like that it's crazy yeah so
3: they did all pop out of nowhere at around the same time like when we first heard about this weird shit it was just a month or so ago month or two and there was like five different platforms they're doing it, and there's, there's apps on your phone for doing it i got this one this one app that it's not Great, like, and it's actually weird because that one makes more coherent looking. It's not as abstract as some of these right. other ones, but it looks like things they had on deck. If a certain keyword got put in, like, it didn't seem like it actually created that out of nowhere. It's like they pull a Google image search or something. Yeah, well, that's it's like, is it's that like everything.
4: Good. I was just, I mean, that's a. That was actually one of the questions I was having was, if this thing is so beefy and powerful. What did they all just buy the same program and stick it on a website? It's it's not like anybody was like, well, somebody made an AI art program. I think I can do that. I got some free time and then make their own site. No, this stuff is nuts. The fact that they're able to do that, they're, they're either all tapping into the same thing or this is all just or it's kind of like what you would consider in the regular media where it's all being run by one company. But they just put it on different websites that do slightly I... different things to make it seem like it's different.
3: I think yeah. the original like what would be considered the original probably took the most time because <clears throat> you're talking about putting a lot of legwork in prior to it being released to actually give people a substantial thing. But the problem is, is that <clears throat> like we were talking about, the more you use it, the more it learns. So the wider the algorithm grows, you have to create that algorithm and you have to give it at least a a, a base of of starter information. So that when I think the first just scouring the get, internet, I think it just pulls the like keywords from Google Image Search and mashes them together into something. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that you have to you have to figure out a base for that algorithm and figure out how that algorithm's percentages work. And then as people use them, it evolves. But the idea is, is that the base algorithm and and thing for making that, I guarantee you a lot of people could make it, which is why you get such a variety throughout the websites of some that aren't really all that great. And some that are a lot better. Some people have figured out how to make their algorithm better. But I don't think that as uncanny as it is, it would be that hard for somebody who knew what they were doing. No, there's just some small Indian kid in uh, uh, wherever (laughs) India is. Oh, sorry. I put that picture up there. What what was was, that? What were you trying to show? I was trying to show
2: that was when I typed in Joshua James Earl in a freaking AI art generator. That's what came up.
3: Weird. It doesn't no.
2: exist in real life.
3: That no, it's there, a whole that was my that name. Too. Huh? I said there's a whole website for that. It's like thisperson doesn't exist.com. When I saw that, I
2: was like, Jesus, that is crazy dark. Like it yeah. looked like okay. it was like this soulless being as a photo just with yeah. my name on it.
4: And yeah. uh, it's like, and I get what Ben's saying. I, I totally get what your what Ben is saying when it comes to uh, the AI learning. the The problem I have with uh, that explanation, because I've heard a few people say this, say it before. The problem I have with that explanation is goes right down to what I was saying earlier about when you would type something in that's really simple, like close up of hands it adds so many things that you didn't ask for it's the, the fact that yeah. it's adding so many things it's like why would you why would it think to put that it never asked for the it never asked for the hands to be fused together it never asked for the eyes to glow it's just putting things in there and it's not like it's, it, i know ai is is still to some extent kind of stupid but it ain't that stupid <laughs> do you see what yeah. i'm saying yeah no so
3: that's this, there to you're the, totally right to the so video are these all watchers, not real people it. are these all fake no, people so, you're showing no this is go to this person and every time you reload it it puts up a new picture of somebody who doesn't exist and i think it's a mashup of different pictures or something but it looks way fucking real and it's creepy because that's, that's not actually creepy. a real person but it says Man. at the bottom there i don't know if people can see it it says imagined by a gan generative adversarial network what the fuck is that it says and then it says, don't panic, learn how it works, code for training, blah, blah, blah. So, Oh,
2: it says, uh, don't, don't panic. Um, thanks. Okay, thanks for the- panic.
3: Panic. No, no, Art, cats, horses, chemicals, and contact me. What the fuck? So every time I reload it, yeah, it's a new, apparently some kind of AI-generated image of Dude, a person. that's weird, is, man. I know, it's that creepy. so crazy.
4: It's wow. like... Not only that creepy, but I mean, I, I hate to be the one that goes into the dark place, but this, I just see used for some really sick shit. And I, I don't even want to mention what some of the things people could do with that kind of stuff, but I could just, I mean, the fact you're typing it in and some guy smiling, I can't even imagine what somebody else else could make that would, that would give you straight up. You know, post-traumatic stress disorder that was completely made by an AI, and that's that's what I was talking about when I was saying when I was looking at you know talking about with with Ben when you're doing this AI art, if it can make a picture look just like that, but I'm typing in art, something is saying we are whether it's a, a human behind it or whether it's a an AI that's been programmed for evil like the Terminator. It's putting in things in there that you didn't ask for, for no other reason, other if for no other reason than to piss you off. It's doing something.
3: I think a lot of it is the fact that it's in when you get into different, like, art categories and stuff, or you look into some of these conspiracy theories where the people involved in the conspiracy theories, you go to their home or people have broken into their homes and they've taken video footage of the art in their homes and these are like painted by humans and it oh, was yeah. like that you know that personal painting that they had this one artist do it wasn't never went to auction it was just personally you know done for them and it's creepy as fuck like some of these what, what, what's you creepy artwork. about it what why is it well creepy? like well like for instance like the whole uh uh pizza gate thing that happened about the you know artwork Right. And you go, you go and you go to like Ghislaine Maxwell's, uh, European estate or something like that. And there will be these fucking haunting pictures that real people have hand painted for her on the canvas that if you just, even if you put it in the realm of the conspiracy that it's being attached to, will fucking give you nightmares. And if you detach it from the conspiracy, it's still creepy as fuck. And I'm like, See, in my opinion, that's worse because some human had to put a lot of thought into creating that kind of sick shit, whereas the AI, oh, yeah. it's like you might create the AI and the algorithms and it might be a supercomputer, but it's still soulless. It's still just creating its own shit based on ones and zeros. And it's like, but no, you get those humans that they actually make that that kind of stuff. Those are the people that they need to get shot in the face multiple times. <laughs>
2: yeah. Here's a, here's a fun little rabbit hole that I've actually thought about since Jonah showed that. Well, actually, it's kind of weird, a weird synchronicity because the people I'm staying with right now here in Missouri, they uh, uh, he showed me this and I was just completely dumb. Like, I didn't know that this was out. I just learned this the other night. And then that same day, Jonah texted me and was like, check out this uh, quantum of consciousness thing about AI art. And I was like, blew me away. So I started thinking about it, about how realistic it looks. And then I'll start going down this rabbit hole about what if everything us as in our community, like we look at things like the old world, Tartaria, <clears throat> all these other things. What if this technology has just kind of always been out and they're just kind of showing us now and they, we all these old photos that we look at, that was all just generated itself. Like that never happened. Like we're actually living in some kind of weird construct where none of this is real. And so everything- Sim was, theory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- I've never entertained the concept of it until recently, and it's starting to feel a lot like that. It's starting to feel a lot
3: like that. That's funny to bring that up because Crow just had uh, Iwara on, and he's the guy that did those crazy nine hour uh, interview or documentaries that were great, and everybody loved them. They pivoted away from Tartaria a little bit because they found some other information and they're like maybe it, he, he's still like it's not what we're told but there's we were wrong about a couple things and everybody right. got pissed yeah. off about it i don't understand why it's like they they changed their mind they, they new information like are why you not talking about, about the that, isaac thought, taylor it, it, guy that did the lost history it's iwar anon the guy that talked like this and he's like come with me remember <laughs> oh yeah uh, his yeah. channel's his channel's name was Isaac Taylor. That's why I No, that was somebody who was reposting his videos because he was getting... uh yeah. I don't know if he was getting oh. censored or what, but no, the actual yeah. guy's name is... His was whole name right? is
4: like Ewar Anon, and then it just yeah. he just shortened it to Ewar. And for a while, I didn't even think the guy was real. I was... I know. I was, like, an AI he made there. these videos and like, who is this guy? And anybody talk about like...
3: ever? Dude, I loved it, though. It's comforting almost. He's got such a like a soothing voice. And he's like, I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> yeah. Jinx. <laughs> but no, so anyway. Uh, Go more on that though. They were talking about crow was talking about how sim theory, sim theory takes all of the, uh, spirituality out of it. And Ben was kind of saying the same thing. I was like, I kind of disagree because I'm not seeing it, a simulation as far as zeros and ones in a computer. We just talked to Brandon about this too, Brandon Thomas, but, uh, it's still, it's, it's still something that was created so I, whether it's a simulation or not somebody's something still made that simulation so I don't think it takes God or spirituality out of it it's just a different way to think about the world you know
2: yeah that's kind of how I, I've been also thinking about that kind of wrapping that around my head too because it was like when I think about okay because the simulation theory is was immediately a turn off to me because there are it's like basically God for geeks you know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> and it's like, that really annoyed me. And I was like, okay. I didn't like it just because they were, it felt like they were stealing. It's like they watched the Matrix one too many times. Yeah, it's just, like- it
2: didn't make sense. And so I was like, but you read, like, if, like, I actually was started getting, reading into like the Cathars and the old Gnostic teachings and all these other things. And they're, they are constantly always saying, and even if you read some of what Jesus says in the Bible, he kind of, ha- kind of alludes to like this, you know, this, you know, Satan is the God of this world wink wink yeah. i.e the demiurge which is also they believe that is the creation of the simulation and so we're actually here and so the only the the main thing i would have a that i'm kind of working out in my head about the whole thing is are we living in a simulated world because we chose to be here or are we living in a simulated world and we're trapped here or is there a or is this demiurge this this luciferian satanic character actually would if you if because i was i was heavy into the jewish community for a while and they actually see satan as a because they they see god as above everything so satan clearly was created by god and has a purpose and that purpose is to test us and con because in um in hebrew uh Hasatan is just the his His real name just means the accuser or, the, so
3: adversary, the, or the adversary. adversary. Right? Yeah.
2: Actually, yeah. I, I think it's the accuser. Like his job is to go to God and say, look how fucked up this person is. Get rid of him. You know, he's only like the bad lawyer. He goes he's like the God. DA. Yeah, he's like right. the DA. Yeah, yeah, he's like goes there just to ruin. He's like, like, like anytime you go to a government building, they just they his their job is to infuriate you, and then when then they say no, I'm um, we can't give you a license today because you're being an asshole. Like they get you. That's what his job is. And so my thing with the simulation is that I'm having cons of figuring out where what it's it makes it it kind of is a way of kind of being lazy about figuring out what the world is because everything, well, everything's a simulation, you know, something crazy happens, so a simulation, you know, but what I'm trying to figure out is like, what would the reason for that be? And I'm trying to go into like older texts and things like this and trying to figure out what these modern people, like, because I want to go see what the older teaching you're saying, because the modern teaching is really very Wachowski brothers. And I'm not down with that. So I'm with, with yeah, with, you know, I mean, it's a well, simulation uh, that they turn into chicks already. I mean, obviously,
3: you know, well, in full schizo paranoid, like we some people get in this community, uh, the the Matrix could have been by design uh presented that way to muddy the waters about what it actually is, because they the Matrix is literally turning the reality into computer, like it is computer code that's directly, you know, stuck in the back of your neck or whatever. And I, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think it's zeros and ones, but there are atoms. And I mean, apparently I don't know whether to believe right. that either, but I mean, everything gets down to there's more empty space in between everything than, than solid matter, you know? So something is, I don't know how to explain it. Something's right. funky. That's yeah. All, and we well, here, here. We, oh, sorry. well, we here at true theater radio
2: are trying to have the reality only in your imagination. We're not, <laughs> there's not going to be any AI. That's kind of what we're going for. We're going to go back to analog by using a digital means. I understand the irony of that, but um, and
1: well, these are very genuine radio drama is very genuine.
2: Exactly.
3: Well, and it's an art. Absolutely. It's an art form too, and you guys do a great job doing that. And that, that you have way more patience than me. I can barely sit for five minutes and edit our show at the end of every show and like, ah, just fucking get it out. Like, I couldn't oh. sit there and add in sound effects. I gotta do that shit on the but fly. But you're
1: genuine about it. Joe has this way where he's like, <laughs> I know there were some fuck-ups in the show, but I'm just gonna send it out the way it is. Like, who cares? If people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And that's how we've always run our show. We don't go back at like, okay, our... You know, one minute, two. Somebody coughed. Let's edit that out. Like, no, we're just like. Eh. No, we just cough so into what, the mic life.
3: and fuck, fuck off. Yeah, eh.
1: I open my beer sometimes right into yeah. my microphone. Can, I don't give a
3: fuck. Become hard, hot, and throbbing. Hard, hot, hot <laughs> and throbbing. Well,
1: <laughs> say, I was
3: thinking. <laughs> I was thinking earlier they needed.
4: I was thinking earlier they needed a. Uh, they needed a smoker's cough button. Then <laughs> I was like, that's just that's just a mute button. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we could um, do that. I
4: could add in. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there's uh a, as far as like the whole uh e, what like when i was hearing like the whole simulation theory uh i was thinking the same thing everybody else was as far as you know uh, well they're thinking we're in some kind of computer but it, the, it's just we're just using bad terminology for something that people have thought for thousands of years it's yeah. just we're using modern terminology because I mean, even if you take Morpheus from Matrix, he says at best, you know, what is real? If 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 Electrical real is just influences. what you, ex- if yeah. it's just impulses by your brain, and so if you're basing it off what is real, if it's just based off these flesh suits, then yeah, this is real. Everything we're real, that we're experiencing in the simulated in, in the simulation, quote unquote, is real. It absolutely, one hundred percent, is real. It's just not the totality of reality as a yeah. whole, and that's really, I think, what people get to hang up on. Is is like, well, this, I'm real. I can, I, you know, I think, therefore, I am. I can, you know, you know, well, you know, pound on the a table, a good, Johnny. You
2: bring a good point because I just read, I just, I just heard somebody, I, f- I forget who said it on one podcast, but they made a point of showing that, saying that the webster's dictionary of real is anything that is eternal and does not change. and so the only thing in this world that is eternal does not change are two things, god and the soul. everything else devolves and like our body is by definition is not real because it's not eternal. The only the only things that are eternal are real. the only things that only things that are real are eternal. and so that's kind of where the simulation thing kind of does play a heavy role because if you look at everything and it's like okay nothing's real that is a true statement because the only thing that is real is the soul and so is josh or james earl the body this avatar i'm living in is that real no but who i am it as a soul is real because that's that's you can't destroy that
4: well you left out twinkies
0: <laughs> okay. right. really and, McDonald's,
4: and McDonald's fries. McDonald's fries and Twinkies, those are totally real. <laughs> <100%. Well, laughs>
3: Twinkies are made I out definitely. of uh, Twinkies yeah. made out of corn syrup and piss. <laughs> <laughs> it also it also can't be replicated or fabricated. That's that's the that's the crazy part about that, is that as much as because you see like uh <clears throat> movies and shows where they try to download their consciousness so that who they are as a person, the soul or whatever gets downloaded so that it lives on forever. And it's like, but it can't, it can't work like that. And it never will work like that. Like we're all so individually different in how we process things. And it's not just about brain function. It's not about, um, you know, how you, how you compute things or process them. It's this It's all tied together. Your process of actual logical thinking is tied with emotion and it's tied with morality and every single person's, you know, line is just a little bit different. You can't replicate that. And, you know, uh, Lene has mentioned and I know Jen's mentioned it before is the idea that it's like, we're all energy. And so when your physical body dies, and this is where you go into things of like souls that haven't passed on, Um, and you know everything else that we talk about in the paranormal it's like it's still there somewhere that 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 soul goes somewhere and so whether it be reincarnation or an afterlife or whatever it's like once that is gone not necessarily gone but somebody else comes along you know every couple of minutes there's a birth and a death if not every couple of seconds, there's a birth and a death and a birth and a death. And every single time that happens, that is so individual to that meat suit that we are calling ourselves that it's like you can't just fabricate something out of nothing that drives the meat suit. It's just. You, you can't even explain it. And this is why people get so dumbfounded at trying to explain what consciousness is or co- trying to explain the soul. It's like you can dissect the brain and the electrical you know signals and how people process things. But you can't tie that into this or this innate sense of morality and direction and compassment that drives the larger picture of what humans are and where they're going that you can never put that in an AI because that is strictly physical. Well, and yeah. It's like... the, the other thing that uh, I hit my radar when Crow was talking about that is that the simulation, you know, if it's, he doesn't like the idea of the simulation because he thinks it takes away the spiritual, whatever, like we talked about, but they also talk about, the non-locality of consciousness and how your brain's more of a receiver for so you're basically an avatar anyway so they'll talk about that like you're an avatar and your consciousness resides somewhere else and you're just kind of tapping into that during this lifetime so that kind of does make it a, uh, a video laser. game type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think I, there like, has yeah.
1: to be some sort of buffer in yeah. your brain that prevents you from knowing what's on the other side. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to learn yeah, the squelch, lessons like that you have about, to learn. Like with your ham radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah we squelch. were talking about squelch <laughs> on the ham radio. So yeah, it's at when we're sleeping at night, it's at like zero. And then during the day it's at like nine. <laughs> so we're just
2: like
3: they just... call that de- default. Uh <laughs> what is that called? The your default mode, like your Got to get groceries, got to eat, got to shit that default something. I don't
2: know.
1: I have no clue. But uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about NDEs lately. And every single person says that when they, when they experience whatever they've experienced, that they went to a place that was realer than this experience. But then when they came back, they almost forgot. It's very similar to when you have a dream. I, I dream very vividly. So when I come out of a dream, I'm like, oh wow, holy shit! Like, okay, I'm back here. I'll be stuck in a dream feeling
3: all fucking day. Sometimes it's madness.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but when you come back here, you live your life, and you're like, I have to go to work. I have to deliver these packages. I have to do this, and you forget about it. But when you really think about that dream, you had a mission and a goal, and there were a lot of things you were doing in that dream, and you had no idea that you were going to wake up, that your alarm was going to go off soon, that you were going to get out of that situation. It didn't. It doesn't even occur to you. Yeah, and then your
3: alarm goes off, and you're like, fuck, just get me back in the dream. I don't want this one. I like the other one.
1: Right. Give me the monsters I'm running from. Fuck this. I hate my job. Well,
3: (laughs) that's, that's that. That goes back to that MU episode I referenced a couple of shows ago where it's called jungle knowing where they don't have any written language. They don't have a syllabus for their day. He goes and meets this Aboriginal tribe and they literally don't do shit. They don't plant. They don't farm. All they do is they live off of the things they find in the jungle, but how they do it is the mystery. They go to bed and when they all wake up, the first person that wakes up in, you know, their individual huts waits until everybody else wakes up. When they wake up, some person starts the conversation about what he dreamt about. And everybody goes around and talks about what they dreamt about. And he said it goes all the way down to uh, like micro actions. Never once did he hear in the years and months he spent with this tribe, two people talking at the same time. They just knew when someone else was going to talk. So they would talk about their dreams every morning and based on those dreams, they would then go out and that was like their daily mission, but it was never a mission. So somebody would have a dream about a a bird. The next person would dream about a tree. The next person would dream about a river. They would combine all of them and say, okay, so we need to find the bird that'll take us to the tree next to the river. And he said every single time they would find the bird it would follow them or they would follow it to a tree and it would be next to a river and it would have some kind of fruit that they would all eat and then walk back home and then they'd dance, go back to bed and that was their day. They didn't do anything Dude, that else. That sounds fucking glorious. I would love to live well, like that. I, I, that. where, where I, t- I want to go to that town. So, t- the there. end of that story though was the reason why they did that was because they believed this was the dream and their dreams were them traveling to the real world. That all of those real world scenarios, this was nothing more than being fabricated in front of them based on the real world. So if they had a dream, they knew they'd find it. And that's why it was called jungle knowing is because they knew they would find it in the dream world because this dream world is based off of the real world that they would visit when they'd sleep here. So as long as it happened in their dream or what we would call a dream, they knew they could find it here. They never doubted it because to them. That was them visiting the real world and coming back to the dream. So obviously they could find it. This is all a dream. It's what you make it. And I'm like, yeah, that I love that episode. Is fucking great. But like Jonah was saying, the idea of simulation theory is not new. Uh, I think it was the Hindus that called it Maya, the ilu- the great illusion. Uh, and and they also had the idea of Samsara, which is reincarnation, basically. In that you know you 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 go through this illusion and then you do it again and then you do it again. And I mean, people will argue about reincarnation, but it seems more and more like there's either like a lot less souls than we thought in the world, or there's a lot of NPCs because, uh, I don't know how many times I've been recycled, but it's too goddamn many. I'm ready to stop. So Um, simulator guy, can you take me out? (laughs) Let me,
4: uh, let me, uh, while you're on the topic of NPCs and being recycled, um, if you want to get real depressed, I don't know if y'all have ever l- watched uh, Howdy Mikowski. He's been on a- incredible time. He's
3: What's coming that? on soon. He's coming I'll on. Nice. Awesome.
4: I just I just finished reading both of his books. The most recent one, I actually donated the minimum five dollars to get his newest book uh, called uh, X of the Cave." And uh, <laughs> let me put it to you this way: it, it, uh. <laughs> It is something that you have a hard time denying. And at the same time, it's like, oh, I'm you, you don't come away from the book feeling very good. It's more of like, do you want to do you want to feel good or do you want to know the truth? You know, is it's kind of like you can't handle the, not truth. Going
1: to the light. Is this the one well, where that's... he's talking about not going to the light? Yeah, where, like the. Their recycling is actually yeah. a trick and going to like the light. Everything screen. that
4: we're going through is one yeah. big trick. And he's uh, his his premise essentially is, is that if you're here to learn something, why don't you come back and remember everything from the previous life? Why are you going That's through lovely. everything over and over and over, right. and, over yes. and over again? And you're always like, oh, well, I'm here to learn this. And then even people who come back from their indie ex- experiences, they're like, well. I was here to do something. They told me what my mission was, and I'm like, "Well, what is it? I don't know. Be happy and give people my money. I mean, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's it's like one my of these more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you have him on, I I can't wait can't wait to listen to that one. I'd love to have him on just to ask him some some of the questions I have in regards to his regards to his book. But um, as far as NPCs are concerned, that's one of those that's one of those elements that makes tons of sense, but it's also really frustrating because I run into so many people like that on a daily basis. Even yeah. one guy I work with, I swear to God, his entire purpose in life is to be at that job, go home and stare at a wall and wait for him to come back <laughs> to it. I, I, I'm not I'm not even joking. That's his, his whole world is that job. It's not even that... It's like I work at a granary that's in in town it's it's not it's not a hard job it's certainly not anybody could do it they could replace him tomorrow and they'd be right where they left off but his his whole world is this and i'm like is he real i don't even know if he's real or not
0: i tried joking
4: with him and he thought i was totally serious i'm like what are you talking about man
3: (laughs) yeah i knew a dude like that when i worked at restaurants who was so fucking into his job as a waiter that he said he would do it for free even if he like he's like, I love my job so much that, that I would do this for free. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Being a server is one of the worst it's jobs the most
1: thankless job you like, get
3: shit on all day.
1: If I was not getting paid at all, I would have all of the incentive in the world to be the biggest bitch that I would love to be as a uh, server back to the people
4: server. I, I hated being a server. To me, I was I always equated it to prostitution. It was like <laughs> yeah. you, you're yeah. going around trying to be charming to get some pittance of money even the people even your pimp as the restaurant owner is not paying you anything it, no. it's I hated it I hated every yeah. second of it
1: those people and, as soon as somebody got on my nerves or saw you know because I was a chick I was pregnant when I was a server too at oh, one she point
3: worked that shit.
1: no I didn't I didn't someone, pregnant, <laughs> someone tried to I didn't know Joe oh, at the wow, time
2: you're pregnant you know you did you made a shit ton oh, of tips I for no when lie. I
1: was pregnant. I sure did, but I didn't do anything to deserve it. People were just like, here's 20 for you yeah, and yeah, 20 for working. baby. And I'm like, thanks. But uh, if someone made even an inkling that they were going to remove money from my tip or that I needed it, I would immediately uh. just shut down. I was like, nope, I don't care. Cause now at this point, my tip is. Is you getting the fuck out of my area? Right. That's all I need. I Absolutely. don't need your money. I don't need to serve you anymore. I can't wait till you're gone. Just, and then that's how that I treated people. them the if, rest of the time.
3: If you've never been a server and you go to a restaurant, just know the movie Waiting is almost to the T a hundred percent correct. Go watch it, and then There's you'll never. Never fucking that
1: with all. food. We almost never <laughs> fucked with food. Uh, yeah,
3: I never did that. Golden rule of restaurants: <laughs> Do not fuck with people who handle yeah, your food. Yeah, sure, Joe. Yeah, yeah. The, fun- yeah, the <laughs> funniest part is that dude that was like that. Uh, I was the exact opposite I was like are you shitting me I was like the only reason I'm here is because I can pull like a hundred bucks a shift in like four hours that's it if I didn't make that I would be the fuck out of this place like it's Red Lobster dude (laughs) have some pride in yourself
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's Red Lobster dude
3: (laughs) which is is funny because that's exactly how he considered himself oh dude he was he was super christian too so i was like you're definitely an npc this is before i knew about npc <laughs> oh yes you're doing the lord's work with those fucking uh butter biscuits which by the Goddamn way actually blue apron. are really fucking delicious and now i want a little pro tip for people if you get a box of bisquick put some shredded cheese in it and then put garlic butter on top when they're done that's cheddar bay biscuits from red lobster i'm not shitting you it's bisquick cheese yeah. and garlic butter that's fucking know. it You can make it yourself. (laughs) Don't go to that place. Don't go to that place. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go to that place. It's disgusting. If
1: that's your idea of fancy eating, you have a problem.
3: I actually had more fun working at Denny's. (laughs) Red (laughs) Lobster
4: sucked. The worst places to serve, in my opinion, the only time I ever found any kind of, I guess, some inkling of enjoyment from being a server was when I served at places that was a local place. If it yeah, was yeah. if it was a franchise, it was like this is just a step up from McDonald's. And right, yeah. I hated it's fast it. Food but if I was at a drive-thru, that's it. Yeah, it was, that's all it was. So it's like if you were working at a place where there was like you knew the owner, it it all it was like you were part of some guy like helping his legacy, which Still, kind of sucked a little bit, but at least you were uh, you you're, you're not. Yeah, that's
3: how, uh, the local companies are so much better to serve for. They're also hire- harder to get hired at because it's a local person. Because it's a family.
1: It. But if you yeah. can, if
3: you work there, you can get away with fucking murder because there's no oh, corporate. Yeah. You can tell somebody to fuck off if that's they're a, being When dicks. I worked
1: at that brewery, that's exactly how it was. It was awesome. That's why, that why was I really respect I Dick's served.
3: Last Stand. If you've never been to a Dick's <laughs> oh, Last Stand, that's, that's that. how every restaurant I've, should be. They rip on time. They make fun of you and they tell you to fuck They make yourself. you wear a it's
1: hat great. that says something about you. It's like that game where you have to put that <laughs> dumb thing on your head. They write it for you and they put it on one for everybody at the table. It's that's
3: that's the duality of, of like private, family, locally owned businesses is that if you get in with them, they, you know, by. State law and employee rights will probably treat you like shit because they fucking can. But it's a trust thing. It's one of those like, hey, I might be a little bit harder on you than some corporate guy who's like, I have to watch what I say when I'm reprimanding you. But they'll also have your back when a customer comes in and is being a complete asshole and you decide to refuse service to them. They're a lot less likely to be the customer is always right. They'll be like, no, no, no. You did the right thing fuck that guy we don't want him as a customer anyway there's a big difference between that privately owned company and the corporate franchises where everything is run by these dumb laws and policies and this that and the other and the manager has to watch what they say to the employees whereas locally owned businesses are kind of like yeah we're a family like there isn't a job code if we if the cook goes home sick somebody else jumps the the fucking grill it's run by people in suits that have never done your fucking job. No right. idea what you deal with on a daily basis, but they're going to tell you how to do it and fire you if you don't. It's stupid. It actually it goes, goes well into like. The, the, yeah,
2: I'm sorry. It, it kind of goes well into like what we
3: were talking about just recently about
2: the simulation, like what is real and what is not. It's like if you go eat a red lobster, you're in the simulation. It's almost like, and you go to a family owned restaurant, you're outside the simulation. Which one do you want <laughs> to choose to be in? You want to be in the yeah. real, or you want to be in the artificial?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and you can you can tell every time you're in the simulation, you can tell. And hey, it's to be enjoyed. Oh, like yeah. if you eat a big fat juicy yeah. steak, like uh, Blue Pill Guy said in the Matrix, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. But know yeah. that it's know that it's the Matrix at least. Like when you're watching Netflix, that's the Matrix. <laughs> know that. <laughs> yeah. It actually
4: reminds me of this PSA I saw forever. I, I can't. I wish I could find it, but it was hilarious and genius on so many levels and it was essentially these kids outside playing basketball and the kid would like he was like bouncing the ball and he'd like hold the ball he's like whoa it's like so real and he'd shoot the basket he's like that was like, I really made a basket, man. And it's like, I they're just, I know what show you're they're just about. playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, the whole thing is about <laughs> like, go outside. It's more real than your stupid it, video games. That's
1: so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. We need to show
1: that to our kids.
4: Like right now.
0: <laughs> Are you talking about what the bleep do we know?
4: That might've been it. I don't know. Rem- I don't know what it was. I just remember seeing it, but it was a while. That's it was great. a while what back a you know. Jen, did you say yeah. you have twins?
2: Or your kids.
3: Our kids. You, oh kids. I said we need to show that to our kids right we're now. Twins. I was like, yeah, just twins see. Too. okay, I messed yeah, up. you guys are like pretend oh. twins. You don't even look the same at all. And uh you sound totally <laughs> different. And yeah. I I don't even think you're actually brothers. I think you're bullshitting me. That's which is fine. Like you can just be friends. I don't really care, yeah. but I don't think you're no. brothers. Well, we're <laughs> different. Well, we you guys never. got anything else you want to talk about? You want to wrap this shit up and tell everybody where they can find you and all that good stuff? I do, stuff want, to what say, what I do want
2: to say one thing that Jen said on our show. And, well, actually, two things. One thing That's Jen true. said on our show that I really wanted to bring up that I thought was an excellent point, point. it was actually before we even went live. <laughs> before we even went I don't live, know. She, said, um, she said, I didn't even know what you guys looked like, but I had this image in my head from the radio drama and it was so different, and I was like, "That yep. points. That's the point, Jen. That's what <laughs> we're not relevant. What we look like, like, right. like, like, the radio drama world. We want like it shouldn't be relevant with uh, what anybody looks like. It should be about what we are, uh, what the story is, and what the message is. Because we're in this world of this black mirror that we're always looking in. We're always looking at people's faces. And yes, y'all are all beautiful." but it's not necessary for the radio drama world. And so I wanted to say thank you, Jen, for saying that. I wish you would have said that live because that would have been awesome. It'd be so perfect. The other thing I want to say was, I'm sorry for not introducing you, Lene, when you were on our show last time. I saw you were there and that was like- No,
0: don't even, I'm a fly on the wall. No. no, It doesn't matter, it's
2: still rude. It was still rude. And I was like, I wanted to apologize for that.
3: Yeah, we were all very pissed.
0: No worries at all. (laughs)
3: You're off the Christmas oh, yeah. list. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I have to put that in. Go seriously. Go watch Show Me Bob's on Utah, YouTube. It's fucking fantastic. Utah. Right. Utah. No, yeah. top. Hard, hot, and throbbing. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, tell everyone where they can find you and what you got coming up, and then we will get you the fuck out of here.
1: Go enjoy um, your Sunday.
3: we we'll start it at, at once.
4: Well, we are. Uh,
3: you can go to our website at
4: truetheaterradio.com. Uh, truth eater if it helps you spell it a little bit better it's also down at the bottom Uh, we are on instagram and and twitter and all that shit primarily just for the purpose of even having anything that people can find us on Uh, it's the first social media we've ever even (laughs) i've ever even used so um, i'm proud to say i don't have personal ones but that's where you can find us. Um, if anybody is interested in it, like I said, we say it all the time. If you're interested in writing, if you're interested in acting, if you're interested in doing any kind of work on uh, to be involved in this, please let us know. We would love to have anybody who's interested in uh, being a part of this. Uh, we do have an episode coming up once we get all our lines in. <laughs> and, and actually <laughs> <to show. laughs> and uh then uh, we can actually finish editing that and uh we we're just out here pretty much just having fun and stuff like that so yeah so yeah. Uh, i guess
2: one more thing i'll just add is that uh we we kind of started this show because we have this uh, we have a strong belief that our community is really lacking in entertainment and we're clearly I'm just gonna say we're not like the rest of the dumb shits in the freaking rest of the world. So it's like we want to, we want everybody to kind of like, you know what? We're we're kind of done. We're gonna do our own thing. We're gonna create something that's awesome for our type of people, and right, we can have everybody like because this we like we said before. We said several times on our, um, we've said it the first time on our, our first episode on when y'all were on. We don't want this to necessarily be our show it's the community show like we want like somebody like hey we're tired of watching tv let's make something that's let's make the next great dune you know in a radio drama let's let's make something incredible yeah. and they can be a part of it that's what we're trying to we're kind of looking for. It. So let's
4: yeah. You can't have all these you can't have all these lying liars out there making all this stuff that people can't stop watching. And our community who's got the endless world of, of imagination and curiosity out there, and we can't do anything other than just talk at each other, which is great, but we need to come up with something that's like this is well, know, I we think we need to, to combat what we have where we have options. I think
3: that's me. probably, you know, what essentially Drew our podcast together was because w- we're talking about all the serious shit, but we're just making fun of it. Cause we don't give a fuck. It's like, right. but you guys are we doing it that. in an audio drama format for the purposes of entertainment with that subliminal, like, Hey guys, by the way, all this shit that you guys hear on the news, we're just going to make fun of it, but it's going to be in a story format. And it's, you know, this is how we're. it's awesome too, because if I don't want to sit there and hear a podcaster talk about, uh, I don't know, the next fucking thing that pops up in the world tomorrow morning, it's like, I would love to hear what somebody thinks about that, just not any way else that you're going to hear it. And just <laughs> shitting all over it. So if you guys had an audio drama about the war in Ukraine, I would listen.
4: Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that. Oh, uh, by the that way, man, Go ahead and write it, Ben. Write,
2: write it. it. I'm wearing, I'm ben,
3: you're wearing blue and yellow, too, so you clearly support Ukraine. Oh, okay. But I can
4: do that. I'll just say one last one last one last thing that we can get out of here. Uh, and I'll just use this as a little bit of uh, <laughs> shameless clickbait to go on our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> uh, I we only have two posts, and one was I had to post one just because it was so like we are living in a freaking simulation for no other reason than me just reading this. Just go on there and look at the second post I have on there that you two are the only, you and Janet are the only people that even commented on it. But just go on there and just read that. It was the whole oh, Amazon Oh yeah, thing. That,
3: that was fucking weird, dude. And
4: I had to verify that. <laughs> I went on their actual site.
3: It's yeah, in sure.
4: there. It, AWS, did you send me the AWS, Amazon? Yeah,
3: yeah. I yeah, put it same. on.
4: I put it on Instagram.
3: Let go me, on Instagram uh, let me look and look it at it. Uh, tippy tap, or tap, you tap, can look tap. it
4: up here. Whichever you want to do.
3: Here we go. All right. Yeah, I'll throw it up on the screen real quick. Uh, wait a minute.
4: Also, Matt from Quantum of Conscience, he's the one that brought it up. So I was like, I gotta find this. I gotta find this. Sure, shit. It's yeah. So it's here really it is.
3: Better. Look at this shit. So this is under Amazon Web Services. Uh, it says in terms of service. It, yeah, it's a terms of service thing. Under forty-two point one zero, it's acceptable use uh, section. It says this restriction will not apply in the event of the occurrence certified by the United States Centers for Disease Control or successor body of a widespread viral infection transmitted via bites or contact with bodily fluids that cause human corpses to reanimate and to and seek to consume living human. Flesh, blood, brain, or nerve tissue, and is likely to result in the fall of organized civilization. That's a term zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And just
4: so you can keep this in perspective, teams of lawyers have poured over this. Surely.
0: It's not like some dude
4: has nothing else to do and he wanted to play a prank. Teams of lawyers have read this and said, yes, we need that.
3: We approve this. Yeah. We
4: approve this
3: what the fuck man no. <laughs> Living in sunshine a- to end the show on clown world yeah it's clown world, <laughs> yeah, world. alright All right. guys have a great night uh, thanks uh, Rockfin viewers uh, audio listeners and you know you can see our beautiful faces on Rockfin also YouTube although I don't put very much stuff on there because fuck them but you can find us on Rockfin uh, and uh, is that yeah that's fucking it I guess alright bye